We'd like to welcome you to our EEZO podcast, Professional Wellbeing for Healthcare Providers in Oncology, with Professor Pier Francesco Franco from the University of Eastern Piedmont in Novara, Italy. Enjoy the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Please tell us a little something about yourself. Hi guys, my name is Pier Francesco Franco. I'm a radiation oncologist working as associate professor of radiation oncology at the Department of Translational Medicine of the University of Easter Piedmont in Novara, Italy. I'm involved in clinical research in breast cancer, gastrointestinal malignancies, and head and neck cancer. I'm also involved in cancer education, collaborating with the European Society of Radiotherapy and Oncology, ESTRO, and the European School of Oncology, ESO. I'm also involved in research and education in the field of professional well-being and burnout. Why are jobs so important in people's lives? Job is crucial for people's life balance. Work gives structure, purpose, meaning and fulfillment to human beings. It also allows individuals to make a difference and have a positive impact on society. Generally speaking, when an individual is surrounded by a high-performing working environment, he or she may experience reward and a sense of accomplishment, with a consequent feeling of belonging and engagement. Nevertheless, sometimes people's job and its related context may become extremely demanding, conditioning a significant amount of psychological strain. This may be due to the presence of detectable stressors pertinent to the working environment, such as work pressure, administrative fatigue, repetitive tasks, role ambiguity, and role conflicts. The individual level may also represent a source of stress since major life events may undermine a constructive and effective functioning at work, disrupting a fruitful utilization of job resources. Personal abilities may also contribute to the professional quality of life, with coping strategies, resilience and emotional intelligence being important components of the likelihood to be successful in restoring a personal inner balance. Can you tell us a little bit about burnout and what its main characteristics are? In the 11th revision of the International Classification of Diseases, burnout is classified as an occupational phenomenon and not as a medical condition. This is the first point that deserves consideration. The World Health Organization defines burnout as a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Burnout is characterized by three main dimensions. Number one, emotional exhaustion, which is basically the feeling of being emotionally overextended and exhausted with loss of enthusiasm for professional life. Number two, depersonalization, which stands for having unfeeling and impersonal relationships with a tendency to cynicism. And number three, low sense of accomplishment, which is the sense of, of inadequacy in one's achievements with the loss of perspective that work is meaningful. Individuals experiencing burnout tend to no longer be interested in making a positive contribution. It has been shown that those having burnout may experience a discrepancy between daily job demand and personal job resources. 
resulting at the end in feeling exploited and exhausted by the same job that they were once enthusiastic about. Individuals complaining of burnout have an increased likelihood to experience psychological consequences such as work-related anxiety and depression, but also physical conditions including an increased risk of cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes and all-cause mortality. All the aforementioned considerations do underline the importance of preventive measures to tackle burnout. So what are the major causes of burnout and decreased professional well-being? Burnout is frequently correlated to the prolonged exposure of the professionals to high job demands, which leads individuals to experience chronic exhaustion and distance psychologically themselves from their work. Job demands are related to those aspects of the job requiring sustained cognitive, emotional and physical effort. Another important aspect in the development of burnout is represented by job resources, which pertain to the domain of physical, psychological, organizational and social characteristics of the job, which may be important in determining work goals and encouraging personal and professional growth and development. Whenever resources are drained and an individual runs out of social support, autonomy and versatile professional skill sets, this situation may hamper the meaningfulness of the job with a relevant impact on professional quality of life. Job resources have less of a negative impact on burnout compared to job demands, but they are significantly associated to the cynicism component of burnout. Sometimes, professionals may also employ their personal resources in order to deal with job demands. Personal resources refer to those characteristics and self-beliefs such as optimism, self-efficacy and resilience, which are related to the level of control an individual may achieve over the professional environment. They have a motivational connotation since they may be helpful for professionals in order to achieve and accomplish professional tasks and reach work-related goals. Why is burnout such a crucial issue for healthcare providers, particularly in the field of oncology, and what are its consequences? Compared to the general population workforce, physicians are at a higher risk of burnout as they are twice as likely to have burnout and feel less satisfied in terms of work-life balance. Oncologists work in an intense patient-centered environment, highly demanding in terms of clinical competence, technical proficiency, multidisciplinary attitude, collaboration, communication, health advocacy, managing and administrative tasks. On a daily basis, oncologists exploit articulated diagnosis, deliver multimodality personalized cancer treatments, supportive care and pain control. They also take care of the communicational needs of both patients and caregivers and are confronted with death and suffering on a daily basis. They also need to face demanding productivity requirements, coping with limited autonomy and increasing regulatory, which can lead to administrative fatigue. 
This can substantially affect the professional quality of life, resulting in personal discomfort with different psychological manifestations, including personal fatigue, emotional and cognitive distress, anxiety, depressive symptoms, and commonly burnout. Burnout amongst healthcare professionals in general and oncologists in particular may have substantial consequences. The American College of Radiology noted that burnout can adversely affect professionalism, academic and clinical performance, together with patient safety, interpersonal relationships, personal retention, and patient satisfaction, potentially leading to medical errors, adverse events, absenteeism from work, staff conflicts, poor prescribing habits, low patient satisfaction, and adherence to clinical recommendations with problematic alcohol consumption, disruptive behavior, and early retirement. Hence, it may be highly relevant in the working environment. So which potential interventions do you recommend to prevent burnout in the working environment? Intervention to prevent burnout or to reduce its likelihood or intensity can target both the organizational and the individual level. Organizational interventions are seen as top-down initiatives implemented from the management and targeting the whole organization in a systematic and structured manner. Few examples can be task restructuring, human resources initiatives, and leadership training. On the other hand, individual interventions are bottom-up initiatives to foster change that target the professional as an individual. Examples can be cognitive behavioral approaches aimed at improving coping strategies, enhancing social support, and promoting relaxation. Several meta-analyses have shown that both the individual and the organizational intervention are effective in reducing burnout symptoms. Hence, both employers and employees play a crucial role in the development, prevention, and reduction of burnout. As pointed out by Bakker et al., another option to tackle this issue of burnout is, is to promote self-regulation strategies such as recovery and job crafting. Recovery is an attempt by the professional to lower the personal stress, engaging in off-job time leisure activities that can be relaxing or distracting from work-related issues. On the other hand, job crafting comprises proactive optimization of the working environment, adjusting tasks, relationships, job demands, and job resources. These adaptive behaviors are aimed at modifying the stress response and or the stressors, potentially resulting in new personal and job resources. Other key personal resources potentially mitigating burnout are emotional intelligence, the ability to perceive and understand emotional processes and to regulate them effectively, and proactive personality, defined as the relatively stable tendency to affect environmental change. Some of these aspects could be nurtured and favored in order to improve professional quality of life and to relieve burnout frequency and intensity. Thanks so much for sharing this really useful information.
please join us soon for our next podcast. Thanks for listening and see you soon on the EASO website.